0: You just sprinkle a little bit of kitty litter in your keto coffee and it helps with the mineralization. It's awesome. Uh, Okay. You don't have to be a boring berry with your keto coffee anymore. Okay. I've got five different spices that you can add to your keto coffee to net out a different desired result with each one. Okay, we're gonna get creative, we're gonna have some fun, but most of all, you're gonna walk away from this video having a new knowledge base of what to do to level up your keto coffee. Go ahead and smack that little red subscribe button down in the bottom right corner, and then hit that little bell icon to turn on notifications so you never ever miss an educational beat or a fun video when I actually let my hair down from time to time. All right, let's rock and roll. So first, I'm going to recap how to make keto coffee, but I'm gonna keep this short. In fact, I'll probably have the editor cut it even shorter just because I just wanna show you what I typically do. All right, so I usually use about one tablespoon, maybe a half tablespoon of ghee, and the reason I use ghee is because I prefer ghee in my keto coffee because it is high in butyrate, which is very, very good for helping the body produce ketones, okay? And then I use half a tablespoon to a full tablespoon of coconut oil, okay? I don't usually use a lot of MCT oil because I'm getting my MCTs from the coconut oil anyway, and I just don't see the need to add a ton of it right now. So I usually put maybe a teaspoon, maybe two teaspoons of MCT oil in, okay? And then that is it. A lot of times I'll add cocoa and stuff like that, but this is the root of the basic keto coffee. Now, let's get creative and add some spices to give ourselves a slightly different effect. A fun fact, if you wanna get really weird, you can add all these spices, but I can't guarantee it's gonna taste good if you do all of them. Okay, the first one's a little bit obvious. We go a tiny bit of cinnamon. Let's go ahead and add it in there. I'm gonna say a quarter to a half a teaspoon of cinnamon. What is the goal with the cinnamon? The goal of the cinnamon is we are after more of a blood sugar response. Cinnamon mimics insulin within the body. Okay, so what that means is it helps the cell take up blood sugar. So in the morning, you typically have higher levels of blood sugar, even if you're on keto, because of something called the dawn phenomenon. Basically, your liver dumps excess carbohydrates into the bloodstream and your blood sugar elevates and your body tries to stabilize. Cinnamon might be a tremendous way to help that. So therefore, it helps your cravings later on throughout the day plus it tastes pretty darn good but also works synergistically with insulin so it works alongside insulin and helps insulin do its job. But for you super nerds out there, it activates something called AMPK, which for lack of a better way of saying it, will help put you deeper into a ketogenic state, simply because it's triggering your body's energy sensor to see that you have less energy, even if you don't really have less energy. You're kind of manipulating that AMPK pathway a little bit. So cinnamon, super fun, easy way to satiate yourself and keep your blood sugar from crashing so that you stay nice and even and satiated throughout the morning. Okay, this next one is for the fiery ones out there, and that's adding a pinch of cayenne. I talk about adding cayenne pepper to an apple cider vinegar drink in the morning, but what about adding it to Bulletproof or Keto coffee? Well. You guessed it, I'm in. Quarter teaspoon, half a teaspoon, you name it. Go to town if you wanna go to town you think your stomach can handle it. All has something to do with something called the TRPV receptor. What happens is cayenne is so spicy and activates this particular receptor in your gut, okay? When it activates that in the gut, it sends a signal also to the brain. So basically the neurons in your gut get so fired up because of the cayenne, They send a signal to your brain via the vagus nerve, okay. and once that happens, you activate a different sympathetic nervous system response specifically in what is called brown fat. Thomas is going to nerd town, I'm getting weird, but what this means is, Brown fat is the fat that you have on your body that creates heat, okay? It is the job of brown fat to not just be unsightly. That's not the goal of brown fat. Brown fat creates heat. We want brown fat. We don't want white fat. So what Cayenne does is that TRPV receptor activates that brown fat to turn on. So it's like it kind of turns on the heater. So you could actually get a small increase in your metabolism, a small increase in your overall metabolic drive by activating that TRPV receptor and that vagus nerve response. So this is definitely a way to rock and roll. So cinnamon plus cayenne if you want to have that blood sugar plus metabolic effect. Now, salt. People thought I was crazy when I first came out a couple years ago and said that I add salt to my keto coffee. Who puts salt in coffee? Well, for one, it cuts the acidity a little bit, so that's not a bad thing. So if you're stuck with a dark roast that's super acidic, go ahead and throw some salt in there. But there's a real reason. Okay, there's a gustatory nerve response with salt. It's called the NST receptor. What happens is when you're hungry or when you're in some kind of calorie deprived state, signals kind of get mixed, okay? What that means is that when you are in that state, sometimes a sweet craving can literally be satisfied by salt because of the gustatory nerve response. It's like the best way to explain it is wires get crossed. That's not literal, because we don't have wires in our body, but the signal gets a little bit confused. So if you have some salt, it can curb those sweet cravings. Now, either way, you can put a little bit of stevia in this and curb that all together, but salt kinda covers two bases. Okay, not only does it help you out that gustatory nerve response, but it also can help out your adrenals a little bit. Now, some will say that this is pseudoscience, but there's some stuff out there that really supports it. Not saying that we need to go to town on the whole adrenal issue, but salt is going to help the blood pressure get up a little bit in the morning, which takes some of the pressure off of cortisol doing its job and could arguably modulate cortisol levels a little bit. So, salt, either way, I think is a win. So go ahead and add that sucker in. Whoa, that's a lot of salt, but again, if you're on the ketogenic diet, honestly, a little bit extra salt isn't going to hurt you. By the way, all the spices that I'm using, you can get through Thrive Market, but also the ghee that I'm using is through Thrive Market, the coconut oil that I'm using is through Thrive Market, and even the coffee that I'm using is through Thrive Market. You can also get MCT oil through Thrive Market. So pretty much all your keto essentials plus the spices, you can get through Thrive. So I put a link down below. Highly recommend you check them out. They're an online membership-based grocery store. Super, super cool stuff. your groceries get shipped right to your doorstep. So I'm kind of their keto guy, so almost all the keto stuff you can find through me and you can find on Thrive Market. So check out that link down below after you finish watching this video. Highly recommend it. I have keto boxes, fasting boxes, do not miss out on them. Special offer also down below. So now that we've talked about salt, what's the opposite of salt? Pepper. Well, we don't wanna just add pepper, that's kind of random. We already did cayenne pepper, but what does pepper go well with? Turmeric. Well, taste-wise, maybe a little bit, but biochemically and what it's actually gonna do as far as bioactivity in your body, it's almost necessary. Okay, so turmeric is a two-fold reason why I'm putting it in. Okay, again, just a tiny bit. That was what, maybe a quarter teaspoon to a half teaspoon, even that is probably more than enough. Okay, on one hand, yes, we get an anti-inflammatory effect. It's well-known, well-documented with over 2,000 peer-reviewed studies. It inhibits what's called COX2, without inhibiting COX1, okay? So basically, it makes it so you get an anti-inflammatory effect without the potential negative effect on your gut. But that's not really why I'm here. The ketogenic diet is already largely anti-inflammatory, so I'm not looking for extra anti-inflammatory effect. I'm after something else. Turmeric stimulates the gallbladder to produce more bile. This is great if you're just getting started on keto. It's great because your bile is what's going to help you break down fat better. So if you're getting started and your gallbladder and your liver aren't adjusted to producing enough bile yet, this can sort of artificially, if you wanna call it that, stimulate the production of bile. This is great because it's gonna help you break down those fats and get into that ketogenic state faster. Super cool stuff. But additionally, for those of you, again, that are hardcore science nerds like I am, we have a cool effect. Alpha-linoleic acid, which is uh, an omega-3 that you get from non-animal sources, from plant sources, right? So from flax and from chia and stuff like that, that has a very hard time getting converted into a truly usable form in your body. Turns out, turmeric helps convert that ALA into something known as DHA. Basically, it takes practically useless plant sources of omega-3 and makes them somewhat useful within the body. Heck yeah, we need more power out of the fats that we're consuming. So heck yeah, let's rock. Black pepper contains piperine, which sort of disarms the liver, and it allows the liver to process the curcumin and process the turmeric so you can actually utilize it in your body better. That's all we're using with the black pepper. We just want that. We just want it to help out the activation of the turmeric. I'm gonna mix this up. I'm making a heck of a cocktail here. I would recommend, by the way, with the black pepper, that you mix that when you're froth, if you're putting it in the blender, that you froth it all together and don't just add the turmeric and black pepper afterwards and stir it. Try to whip it all together. Last one we need to talk about Main piece is nutmeg, but in this case, I'm using pumpkin pie spice because it also has some cinnamon in it, also has some other fun things like cardamom that are gonna help us out. But the main one I wanna focus on is nutmeg. This is super scientific, okay? Quarter teaspoon of nutmeg is gonna help you out on the ketogenic diet because it helps activate what is called PPAR alpha, at the hepatic level, at the liver level. That essentially means it's helping you out in a genetic way to allow your body to utilize fats better. It also helps produce what are called neolignans, which again, help you utilize fat. So we're looking really at more of a genetic level here, so it's kind of a complicated thing, but the big thing is nutmeg tastes awesome. And if you wanna just well round it out, just go ahead and use pumpkin pie spice and get the whole enchilada with the cinnamon, the cardamom, and the nutmeg, and get a whole world of effects. So there you have it, a super simple way to level up your keto coffee five different ways, six if you wanna combine them all, or endless combinations if you wanted to do little things here and there. As always, keep it locked in here on my channel, and I'll see you tomorrow.